All right, so seri- we seriously need to do something about the name of this show because some days I have to go to the DMV to get my license renewed because uh, it's been expired for six months, <laughs> which wait, maybe October, November, January, February, December, January, February. Yeah, six months. Um, so anyway, but the, uh, here, wh- anyway, hello, first of all, let me start there. So uh, this morning I woke up and I went to the DMV. And by the way, if, you're, if you live in Florida, the best DMV is in Ponte Vedra Beach. I don't know what, it's nice, it's clean, it's fast, no appointments, it's not crowded, it's a mile from the ocean, there's a Starbucks across, it's a really beautiful place. And uh, whenever, for any of my DMV needs, I go to that particular location. So if you're just, you know, if you ever find yourself in need of a new driver's license and you're in the Ponte Vedra Beach area, that's my recommendation. So I go in there and uh, they require, this is a fun fact, by the way, I walked in totally unprepared. I had my old license and I brought my passport thinking, you know, I probably need another form of ID. Um, and I, so I brought my passport and then I had my auto registration, which I just had in my glove compartment, which I brought in. And the lady goes, okay, I need uh, I, I need a, a, a second photo ID, for example, a passport, which I had. She said, I need two pieces of information that prove your address and I need your social security card. And I was like, oh my God, where's my social security card? I don't even know. I don't even know. Like I haven't seen that thing in ages. Luckily it was in my second wallet, which I keep in my car locked up. So don't try to, don't try to steal it. Uh, And I went out and got it. Then she goes, I need two pieces of information with your home address on it. And I go, well, can you use my passport? And she looks at me and goes, that doesn't have your home address on it. And I thought to myself, really? So I looked at it and then I think she got annoyed that I didn't believe her because, you know, she does this for a living. And then I go, oh, what about my concealed carry permit? She goes, that doesn't have your address on it either. So I pull out my concealed carry permit. I go, oh my God, I had no idea how few pieces of information actually have my, um, home address on it. So I go, well, you can use my vehicle registration and then you need one more. And she goes, yes. And I'm standing there staring at her and she's staring back at me. And I'm like, all right, hang on. Let me go back out to my car, went out to my car, got my lease agreement. Thank God I had that. And that worked. So I have a brand new driver's license, horrible picture. It's good for 30 years. And, uh, and I know a lot of people are thinking, what, why did it take you so long to realize that you no longer have a valid license? And I figured out why. A few, a handful of years back, people just stopped carding me whenever I go to the liquor store. Like, I don't really pull my license out ever. I never need my license for anything. I go to buy beer. I go to go buy wine. They look at me. They go, oh, yeah, you're old. So uh, they don't even they don't even ask for proof of, of ID. I don't go to clubs or bars where the bouncer is asking me, you know, how old I am. So my license just sits in my wallet. And then the other day, I had to rent a car, pulled out my uh, license. It was expired. Luckily, my wife was there to save the day. So uh, what does this have to do with the podcast? I know what you're thinking. You're like, what the hell? This has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Well, it's important for a couple of reasons, because while I was sitting there, I was thinking, okay, the pre-show podcast is not going to be as pre-show as usual. Then I thought there's other stuff that really probably we should talk about. For example, there's stuff on the show that may come up that I may not think about here or and vice versa. Also, because I was out for three days, I didn't do a pre-show podcast when I probably could have. The only problem is I've kind of linked it to the this concept of it being before the show. So on a day where I know there's no show, I think to myself, why would I do a pre-show podcast? That would be silly and also a misnomer. 
and I don't like to lie to you people. Uh, you're lied to enough by, by, you know, by the government. So anyway, I was thinking to myself, we should just do away with the pre-show aspect of it. That way I can do it early. I can do it later. I could do it after the show. I could do it when I'm on vacation. I could do it when I'm traveling. I could do it on the week. Hell, and whenever I got the inkling or the urge to start talking to you about whatever's going on, um, I could just do it. And so I think that's what we're going to do now. In the coming days, you will notice that the Mark K pre-show podcast name and image will change on whatever platform you're watching this on. If you're watching it on Anchor, it won't change. If you're watching it on iTunes, it's all going to, but it's going to be hopefully a little bit more enjoyable. Also, I'm going to upgrade, uh, I'm going to upgrade the equipment again too, because I feel like now this is something that a lot of people, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of people even though this isn't up to snuff, isn't it? Even though it isn't the highest quality podcast, even though the first like seven episodes I did in my car on my iPhone and it was loud and annoyed me, like I couldn't even listen to myself talk. Uh, it's become very popular. I mean, we've got, we get thousands and thousands. It's only been a month and a half. Thousands and thousands of people have downloaded this. And every single day, uh, you know, people, there's always people going, where the hell is this podcast? I've been waiting hours for this thing. So I appreciate all of that. And, um, and that's what we're going to do. I haven't considered a name yet. It'll be something simple, probably not the Mark K show because that would be confusing, but it'll be something like, you know, Mark K's mind or, uh, the Mark K revolution. I don't know, something, just something else, but you'll, don't worry. If you're subscribed, you will continue to be subscribed. Just know that you may wake up one day and it will no longer be called the pre-show podcast. All right. So now speaking of the pre-show podcast, what are we talking about today? Well, a couple of big things actually happened yesterday, which I got really excited about. I got really excited that Congress or the Senate really for the first time in forever, I felt was actually doing stuff that I cared about. Number one was they voted 57 to something or other to uh, get rid of this stupid mask mandate on airplanes and in airports. And it was, you want to talk about bipartisan, man. It was bipartisan. You had 57 to 41, uh, I think it was. Anyway, set, no, 57 to 40, which meant 17 people voted or if it's a 50-50 split, seven Democrats voted with Republicans, which you, I mean, you would think that at the get-go, but when you, as you dive in, you realize Mitt Romney voted not to get rid of the mask mandate because, I don't know, maybe that guy, I think I, I think I have an idea why Mitt Romney likes the mask mandate, and I'll get to that in a minute, but Mitt Romney voted against it, so you actually had eight Democrats cross the aisle and say, yeah, CDC, DC, this is dumb. We have no mask mandates anywhere else. COVID has disappeared around the United States of America. People are traveling again. They're already hassled by high gas prices and fuel prices and rising costs on everything. They hate Joe Biden. They hate the, us, the Democrats. We should probably give them something. Let's get rid of this ridiculous mask mandate on planes, which doesn't do anything at all um, from a medical standpoint and just is, again, you know, probably detrimental to everybody's uh, health, mental and physical. So they voted against it. It goes now to the House of Representatives where I'm 100% certain they're going to shoot it down. They're going to shoot it down, but it was a positive step in the right direction. And I think it sends a good message to Joe Biden, to the Democrats and to the CDC that America's over it. And, you know, if, if I were a Democrat in the House of Representatives and I were running for office, which they all are because the House of Representatives, uh, you know, the elections are every two years. Oh, wait except for the 31 who've decided it's better to retire than face the red wave that's going to wash them out to sea. 
uh, forever, except for those people. But the um, but all the rest of them, they should definitely vote for this because this is important and popular legislation, bipartisan legislation that people are going to really that people are going to really appreciate. That was the first thing. The second thing was the Daylight Savings Act or the the Sunshine Savings, whatever. Marco Rubio came up with some really really kind of hokey name for it, but it doesn't matter. It finally passed. And the reason this thing finally passed, I can tell you, the reason this thing finally passed is because it's an election year. And in, a, in, a, in an election year, the Democrats, especially this election year, have to do anything and everything they can to try to garner support from their party. That's why it was an uncontested, up and down, 100% agreement in the Senate to get rid of daylight savings time, which is which is outdated, which is ridiculous, which is a hazard, which is unhealthy. It's all these things. It's a blight on our economy, especially here in Florida, where we literally are the sunshine state. Like, you're literally saying... We're taking away money, billions of dollars from the state of Florida, from the state of California, Texas, all these southern states, Hawaii even. Uh, well, Hawaii, I guess Hawaii doesn't, I mean, they're smart. They don't even, they're like, they they don't actually do this whole daylight savings time thing because, anyway. Uh, but but in the starting November uh, 2023, we won't have to do it either. Again, if it passes the Senate and Joe Biden signs it into law. I'm sure some idiot somewhere is going to come up with some reason why it's bad. I can't imagine why it would be bad, but someone will someone will come up with something. So there could be a little bit of a fight, but but really good day for uh for the Senate yesterday. I was really I was really pleased with how things turned out. Now, Joe Biden comes along, of course, and then throws cold water on everybody's exciting time. Uh, he had a couple of gaffes, which I'll share with you. For example, I think when was, he basically said that he had COVID, which he doesn't, as far as we know. And then the other thing that happened was uh, he went in and started to hype this climate change initiative and was urging his donors, high-powered Democrat donors, to threaten lawmakers if they don't pass climate change legislation. And if they don't, guess what he's going to do? He's just going to do it via executive action because that's what Joe Biden does. Joe Biden comes up with a crazy left-wing lunatic socialist plan that he knows is not going to pass the Congress. It's not going to pass the Senate. It's not going to uh, It's not going to gain popularity with the American people. He pushes it through. He pushes it through. He fails. He fails. And then, boom, he signs an executive order, takes advantage of it as long as he can, even though he knows the Supreme Court will eventually overrule him. But he doesn't care. He knows he's doing something that's wrong, illegal, unconstitutional, and he's just going to get away with it until someone tells him to stop. That is not leadership. That is criminal activity. That is that is nefarious behavior. It's not the way the president should be running things. Uh, but again, it's Joe Biden. And when you can't come up with agenda items that are popular for the entire country, that benefit the entire country and can get bipartisan support, that's the, you got to turn to a life of crime. And that's what Joe Biden's been doing. So we'll get into all of that. We've got uh, all your phone calls, your open mic messages. It is whatever you want Wednesday today. So um, I should. I, mean, I look forward to hearing whatever you guys want to talk about. Noon, Eastern, 11, Central, The Mark K Show. See you guys then.